Welcome back inside of Trash Chatter. I'm your host, Victoria Conway, and this week we are pleased to be joined by Al Tawil out of Toledo, Ohio. Al, how are you? Hey, how are you? I'm good, Al. Thank you for making some time for us today. You run your company with your two brothers, 3A EcoCan. Before we get into the details, want to start how we pretty much start every episode. How did you and your brothers stumble upon trash bin cleaning? Uh, it's a funny, it's a funny story, but I'm sure a lot of owner operators could kind of relate to it. Um, I was cleaning my trash cans one day and, uh, I was cleaning them and, uh, spraying them out and the gunk was flying in my face and I got a, like a, a decent steep inclined driveway. And, uh, as I was cleaning them, the stuff was spraying in my face and then I have to wait for them to dry for the water to dry in my driveway to sweep up the little debris and stuff like that which, you know, is not allowed. You're not supposed to let stuff run yeah. off into the sewer drain. <laughs> Didn't know that. Um, EPA don't break down my door. <laughs> um, but uh, so I, uh, after I got done and my brothers, you know, I'm pretty close to my little brothers and I, they FaceTime me. They told me, uh, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, I just got done, you know, cleaning my garbage can and I have to wait for the stuff to dry to sweep it up. Like, dude, they were in, they were in Hollywood uh, in Broward County and I think there's a couple companies there, right? I don't, yeah. I don't know what company they've seen. They said, we've just seen mm-hmm. a piece of equipment that picks up the cans and cleans them. I'm like, what are you talking about, man? I have never seen anything like this. What are you talking about? I, I, I thought they were making up. I'm like, go take a picture really quick and send it to me. I didn't believe them. So they went to, to took a picture and sent it to me. And uh, I was blown out of my mind. I'm like, oh, my God, we have to bring that back to Northwest Ohio. And uh, we did some research, and we seen you guys, Sparkling Bins, and uh, we placed a contact, and you, I contacted you, and uh, you were amazing. Uh, I'm going to be on, uh, honest, uh, you know, when we start talking about pricing, uh, we did not know it was a turnkey package, mm-hmm. and I think when you addressed it as a turnkey package, you're giving a marketing plan. Uh, uh, you know, a logo, uh, business plan, um, or a marketing plan, and 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 wrapping and transportation credit are we're like okay, it's definitely worth the price point. Uh, then, but the thing that we didn't realize um, that we're getting a whole team behind us as well. So, and I, and that that's a priceless um, add-on to that turnkey package. Well, thanks, Al. I remember you called and within like hours, you're like, okay, how do I get moving? And people say that sometimes, but then they don't actually do it. So is that your personality? Like, is it like you see an idea and you run with it? (sighs) Miss Victoria, (laughs) my dad, my dad hates me for that because, (laughs) um, you know, I'm in sales Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm in sales and that's my trade is to kind of sell someone. But unfortunately, one of my downfalls is I'm very easily to sell to <laughs> as well. Uh, I, but it's not, I don't know if, uh, I, I don't know if it's that or I'm gullible. I, or, or I, not that I'm gullible, what I'm saying is like, it was a brilliant idea. And when my gut tells me to do something, I just jump on it. And, uh, I seen the idea. I start putting one and one together. Uh, it's a new industry. You know, I looked it up and like, I looked it up and I think you also told me it's just a little over a decade old, this industry. I'm like, it's kind of like stocks, right? You're like, okay, this is a new business. This is a new industry. Uh, 
I have to get into it now. If I don't do this, someone else is going to do it. And uh, we did it. We took the initiative. We put the deposit down. And um, it was, honestly, we've been we've been blessed ever since. It's, it's not... It's not an easy road by all means, and I don't think, and I think your dad and your company and you, you guys don't try to cherry top the business. You know, you don't, you don't try to say this is going to be easy. It because you guys, I'm, and I'm not to speak on your behalf by all means, and I mean no disrespect. Uh, you guys would love to sell all the equipment and, and have your logs booked up to the end of the year to build trucks, but you want to sell them to people that are going to be successful. And if you guys, if these businesses are not successful, then that's going to make you guys look bad, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely and, true. And, uh, and I, I think he, you know, he told us the truth when we came there. Um, so as we put the deposit down, we, me and you have been talking and we came there and our, our trailer wasn't ready yet. And you were like, you know, Hey Al, we haven't started it yet. You guys are, we're backed up. We're like, okay, it's okay. We're coming down. Uh, anyways, we just want to talk to John and, uh, about it and, uh, get some ideas. And we took a lot of notes. I was there literally taking notes when I was talking to your dad, I still got the notes in my phone right now. And, uh, you know, talking about, we were talking about numbers. Like if we go into HOA, what's the percentage of customers we should retain? We were asking all these questions, marketing and stuff like that. Anyways, uh, going back to that point, uh, that's how we discovered it. And, uh, uh, it's been a blessing. Uh, it's, it's at first it was a slow start, but it's like a, it's a literally a locomotive train. As soon as you pick up that momentum, it's not stopping. It's going to keep chugging along. As long as you feed, you feed that, uh, you feed that machine. That's it. And you guys obviously getting a trailer in September in Toledo, maybe not the most prime time to launch a business. So you're about to approach your one year anniversary and you had your first spring and summer season this year. How's it gone for you guys in roughly about 12 months of business? It's, it's been great. Uh, we got our trailer. Um, we got our trailer in late September, uh, about a third week of September. And uh, the Dave, Dave and the crew stayed up. God knows. I don't know. I'm not there, but I'm sure they stayed up till midnight because they were trying to make sure that the trailer was finished. Um, us being us, we're like, okay, hey, we wanted to do the line, uh, line X cream. And then we're like adding LEDs <laughs> and, uh, we're in, you know, we know how the service works. Like if you add stuff, it's going to be delayed even longer. You're adding more to what we didn't originally commit to. Uh, we got the trailer and you guys made sure because we had to go to a festival by that weekend and, uh, you guys made it happen and you delivered it. Um, there was, you know, delays, but there's delays in everything though. You know what I mean? But the biggest thing is that you kept in touch and, uh, you're, you're giving us, sending us photos of the update of the build. And, uh, as time went on, um, we went, so we did fall season. Uh, we were just learning. We were, you know, it was the beginning of our company. We're just learning about logistics um, you know, we can go on, we're in the Facebook group, a couple of different Facebook groups. And, uh, we were searching on logistics. We we're reading how people were conducting the business and, uh, people someday were doing the same day service, next day service. We figured that out. We've seen everyone was slowly switching, switching to next day service. 
And then we start figuring out logistics. Um, once we figured out logistics, you know, um, we started off by going around the whole city and it would take, you know, the whole day. And we learned that that's not, that's not uh, a effective way to conduct your route. And uh, we switched to hitting a different part of town every week. So when we leave our HQ, we hit that town, we go there, we stay there, we come back. Next week, we hit a different part of town, we go there, stay there, come back. And when that happened, we're like, okay, this is perfect. Um, we figured that out about the late, uh, you know, late season, uh, around October. October panned out beautiful. Uh, we were running efficient. Um, we got really comfortable with our equipment. Uh, we start, we got comfortable, you know, conducting the business and, uh, we were hitting Facebook hard. Uh, we were hitting the groups. I, I think, I, I think I mentioned it a couple times in the, in our Facebook group, the sparkling bins members group. We're like, Hey guys, we did these Facebook groups and, and it's just like a locomotive train. We're talking, you get a Facebook groups operate by, if you just, if one person interacts with that post, it re positions it and bumps it up like the old Craigslist almost. Um, and, uh, and one post would sit there at the top of the Facebook group with 40,000 people in this. It would be like a Toledo buy, sell, trade, whatever. And that one post would sit up there for a few days and my gosh, it would, you know, it would get like 120 comments. And the more people interacted with that post, the longer it would stay at the top. So it was like free advertising. I didn't pay nothing to put it in the Facebook group. Uh, I did have to, you know, kind of like play with the post. I couldn't add no numbers or anything like that just to kind of keep it up there. Yeah. So going back, we started this season and we watched our job count grow as we progressed through summer. We're like, oh my God, we just hit a hundred jobs this month. You know what I mean? And then next month it was like 125 and next month it was like 150. And, uh, right now in August, we're at like 180 jobs for August in just one month. And we're like, it's like a, like a train. Like I told you, uh, once you go to a specific neighborhood and they see you frequently, and then they see your Facebook ads and then they see your Google ads and they see your, you know, whether it be, you know, whether you do billboard or whatever it may be, the more times they see you that builds frequency and sooner or later, they're going to be like, okay, Stacy's doing it. I seen them on Facebook. Let's just try it. And we're getting a lot of those people who just wanted to try it out. It's a new industry. And, uh, August has been a blessed month. Uh, we're coming on our one year anniversary, September 21st. And, uh, I think it's, we made a great decision jumping into the business, uh, feeling my gut feeling and the best thing we did. Well, it's awesome to see, especially since you're running with your brothers. I'm sure it's very rewarding to see it come to life and then also find some success. Something you and I were talking about off air was customer service. And obviously, this is a service-based industry. How important is that for you guys? And you guys obviously are the operators, so you treat it with that care. Then integrating that into maybe finding an operator who's also going to have that same attention to detail. Yeah, it's 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 very crucial. Um I'm not saying that just to say that customer service is very, very, very crucial. Um, if customer service is not your number one focus and marketing is your number one focus, 
that might work for you, but eventually it's not going to work. Um, I'm, I take customer service so, so strictly, uh, that if I were, God forbid to get one four star review, I would literally refund them their money and please beg them just change it to five stars. Yeah. I cannot risk someone being upset. Um, cause it would ruin your momentum. It would slow that locomotive train down and you don't want the momentum to slow down. When people go to reviews, right? What do we do? We all, we're all human. We naturally go to the four, three, two, zero star, one star reviews. And that's what we do. We don't read the good ones. We read the bad ones. I, I like to see people, um, ex- you know, enthusiastic about us cleaning cans. I mean, it's not the greatest, uh, thing to do, but it's, someone has to do it. And when I see people being, uh, getting excited about it and, uh, express their, uh, appreciation for our service, uh, that means a lot. It, it's great. It's great seeing that. It's very rewarding to get a review that shows people care about the service. Once again, here inside of Trash Chatter, Victoria Conway, alongside Alto Will from 3A EcoCan out of Toledo, Ohio. They got their SB2 trailer last September. They're approaching their one-year anniversary. And another topic we were discussing, Al, is you're getting to the point where you're an owner-operator with your two brothers. You're looking to hire a tech. But one of your concerns is the fact that you have an off-season because you're in Toledo. What are some of the ways you're looking to maybe incentivize somebody to return for the next season after they complete a year with you? Yeah, so it's it's getting to the point where... Um... Me and my brothers, we can't do it anymore. We're working already 54, 60 hours a week at our job without this job. And uh, a business, you know, it, this business takes time to grow. Um, uh, I, you could live off it if you're le- living a humble life, um, a very humble life. But being that, you know, saying that... Um, you can't just live off it right away. So you either have to have six months to a year of operating expenses and do it yourself. Uh, or you have to work two jobs. Uh, I did it. Uh, you were telling me earlier, your dad did it for two years. God bless him. I don't know how he did two years. Um, we're doing it ourselves and we're getting to the point where we're just like, we're burnt out. Uh, we can't do it anymore. And you have to hire a tech where, uh, that it's going to, commit to the business like you would and treat it like you would treat your customers with respect and dignity and be humble about the business and, um, go above and beyond. Again, uh, when we clean the cans, sometimes if there's grease buildup, which we say we don't clean grease, but if there's grease buildup, we, we tackle it. We, we, we try to clean it and we try to, sometimes you find us going halfway into the can to try to reach one little spot. We try to make the cans look brand new. In some cases, you know, out of, you know, hundreds of cans, there might be a few that gave us a run for our money. And we offer that customer uh, a major discount on the next time they want to let us tackle it again. And maybe we could tackle it once more and, um, and get that stuff taken care of. But we want that new tech to kind of treat the business like their own. And uh, next year, you know, we're going to put those profits to paying someone to kind of relieve us so that we can focus on more about logistics, more about marketing, focus on customer retention, 
we're getting to that point that we're getting monthly clients uh, renewing and some are kind of uh, questioning and we want to have that time to kind of retain those customers. So we need someone to kind of be in the field that's going to treat the business like our own. So what we came up with is since we're a seasonal business, uh, we want that tech to come back, right? So what we're going to do is have him work the one season, maybe give him, uh, because he's going to be talking to clients out on the street. He might do some door knocking, um, whatever it may be. If he gets a sale or converts someone to a job right there and then, he will get a small commission, a little bit of small commission. But then at the end of the year, we do our P&Ls. The following year, he goes 30 days into the second year, let's just say, he would get a profit sharing check for the previous year. Um, you know, it could be anywhere from two to four to five percent, depending. You got to think about the future, because if this guy is going to take care of you and take care of your company like it's his own, then maybe he might become a manager or a crew leader or whatever it may be. And you got to think about: are, are you going to be able to always commit that two, four, five percent to him always throughout the business uh, years on, you know, onwards? So. I'm thinking that's a, a decent idea for us since we're a seasonal. Uh, we got to incentivize incentivize them to come back. I really like that, Al, because people are always trying to come up with ways to want people to not only care about their business, but treat it like their own. So I think that could be something we'll definitely have to check back into you to see how that works out for you and your team. And this isn't your only business that you have. How does it compare to others that you've ran or you've dealt with as it's something pretty unique and like we touched on just about 12 years old? Yeah. So this, this business, um, it's like any other business, uh, attention to detail is key. Uh, customer service is key. Uh, we have an auto dealership that we've been running since 1997 for 25 years and we have thousands of customers. Um, it's so crazy. I started in the auto business at 18. Um, I'm 33 now. I'm still, you know, young. Um, but I'm starting to see second and third generation comes back, customers come back. And that's not because we're giving the craziest of deals. No, it's because it's how we treat them. I, you know, at first my dad was selling to the grandma and then he sold to the daughter. And now I'm selling to the daughter and the granddaughter. It's just crazy because you got to treat customers like their family. You have to treat them with utmost respect. And, uh, you got to be humble that you're their, they're your clients. You got to be, you got to treat them like family. Um, we hear a lot of ads. Oh, we treat our customers like family. We, that's great, but you have to, you know, you really have to do, you really have to treat them like that and not just say it. Um, and, uh, you know, all businesses are the same. Um, they have their same basic needs, uh, decent prices, great customer service, and quality, uh, you know, whether it be a restaurant, you know, we want quality food, we want good service, and uh, we want a decent portion or quantity, you know what I mean? Uh, it's the same thing. Um, it, with uh, the car business, uh, people want good prices, they want good customer service. And with the trash can cleaning business, people want, you know, uh, a good quality service, good customer service and in, the, in a timely manner. And I think that's with everything as well. Um, and uh, I think they all work hand in hand. We learned a lot from the car business and we applied it to 
the trash can cleaning business, especially when we're handling our customers like leads, uh, we're very lead focused. Uh, we're very, we're not aggressive. Like we try not to be aggressive with the phone or anything like that, but we do not let that lead go. Um, we'd like to do six or seven touches with the lead, whether we text them, email them, call them, uh, we try to call them twice, text them three times and email twice. If we can't get a hold of that customer by the time we give them that uh, scheduled service date, and unfortunately, we tried our best. Unless you want to go and door knock on their house. <laughs> but I don't say you do that. I don't suggest that. But, um, yeah, so we, we pulled a lot of things from our previous business, uh, from our current business to this, and we applied them, and I think that helped us out a lot. Before we let you go out, where do you see 3A Eco Cans in the next 5 to 10 years? Uh, in the next 5 to 10 years, so... Um, you know, I can give you a short, uh, short-term goal. Next year, we want to hire a tech. The third year, we want to upgrade our trailer to a truck. Um, the trailer is great. We're blessed to even have the trailer. It's such a wonderful piece of equipment. Um, it's given us this opportunity. It served us well. But you know, the truck has its benefits. Uh, we would like to, you know, every truck has it maxes out. Uh, you can only do so much work with that one truck and one service truck tech. So as the years go on five, 10 years, and as the industry is growing and we're all helping each other out, uh, once you join the Sparkling Bins family, we got a group, we help each other out. Um, as the business is growing and the industry growing, we're all growing with it. So I'm hoping in the next five, 10 years, as the industry grows, um, we start to you know teach these customers or cl potential clients on what our industry is about. Uh, that's the biggest marketing expense is teaching the customer uh, that the service even exists. And I think that's going to be our number one focus is, you know, year five through 10, absolutely tackling that the market and teaching them that the service isn't even exists and adding more trucks to the fleet um, and just hopefully growing it. The waste management industry is just a multi, multi-billion dollar industry. And if we can only tap a small percentage of that, uh, we'll, we'll all be golden. And it's it's and I'm not saying it's it's potentially it w it will be um, if, as long as we all keep plugging away together collectively. And uh, we all work hand in hand together. We all help each other out. Um, I've I've met uh, not met. I I wish I went to the Sparking Bins convention, but I caught COVID and I was not feeling good. Um, and, uh, I didn't make it and I wish I made more connections than I would. I, I'm making connections on Facebook. It's serving me well. Um, but I think we should all work together and help each other out and giving each other advice because we're all wasting money by trying this, trying that, you know, you can, you certainly can, but, uh, if we all help each other out, those 10, 50, you know, five, 10 years are going to fly by. And uh, we're going to be very successful. I absolutely agree. No, I absolutely agree. We're all in this together. And the only way to get better is to learn from one another. We're always asking for feedback. And we've been doing it for 12 years. So lots to learn. But we really appreciate your partnership, Al, and your brothers. It's been a pleasure working with you guys. It's awesome to see the success you've had. And hopefully it continues as you grow. And thank you so much for coming on to Trash Chatter this week. Thank you so much to uh, you and your father and your lovely mother met her as well. And uh, David and the team, uh, 
you guys, it's been such a pleasure working with you guys. And uh, anything we needed, uh, you guys took care of us uh, greatly. Appreciate